this week's episode of Hotter Than Health. My name is Eliza Gelman, and I'm so grateful to have you here with us today. This is the first episode of 2024. It is also episode 250. We have been in this for six years. We've taken a little time off. This was the first time we've taken time off from the episodes in three and a half years, and we took, I think, three or four weeks off. I say we. And if this is your first time listening, you know it's just me. I say we, because me and all the personalities, we took we took a little time, and now we are back. I wanted 2024 to be a year where we went in with a lot of intention. The whole rigmarole of, you know, starting with new intentions and a clean slate, tabula rasa, we're starting fresh, starting new 2024. But really what we did was we just made sure that I got a little break, and On that break, we'll go through a quick recap and then get into today. If this is, again, your first time, make sure you head over to Apple Podcasts, leave us five stars, let us know what you liked, what you want to hear more of, and you can write that all over on Apple Podcasts. It takes about 15, 20 seconds, and it truly is the best way to spread the love and let other people know about the Hotter Than Health podcast. If this isn't your first time, still go write a review if you haven't already. Make sure you're subscribed so you never miss an episode. All right, housekeeping's over. Welcome to 2024. Truly, there are so many things about the past couple weeks that have felt like a new beginning and a new earthing and a lot of gratitude, but it also feels very much like consistent. I mean, consistency is the name of the game. We want to consistently get our workouts, get some nice, beautiful movement, nourishing foods. These are not things that we want to stress over and force in the beginning of a month or a year. These are things we want to do always. In today's episode, we are going through the ins and outs. It's it's a trend. We've seen it on social media or maybe you've heard people talk about it. Like everyone's posting what's in and what's out of 2023 and 2024. But I wanted to take my own spin on it because one, we just, we don't love to conform, but we like to conform just a little bit. And two, I wanted to put a spin on it saying that trust these are all things in an ideal world. And these are all things that I've done a little bit recently and things that I'd like to do more of. It's general. Some of it's very specific, but mostly it's general. It's like, these are things that I would like to work on my higher self, my higher being, the best version of me would be crushing all of these things. We all know that that these lists, the ins and the outs, like what are we not doing in 2024? What are we doing in 2024? We know that this is the idealist version. This is January is the Adderall version of you in the year. We know this. It's like if you take an Adderall and you are cleaning the entire house, you're cleaning the doorknobs, you're cleaning, you're cleaning like underneath the sink. You are cleaning the filter in the sink, in the hand. You're you're cleaning everything. Like you're cleaning inside the trash can. That is January. That is us. January is us on Adderall. It's the month on Adderall. We get this. Come come the crash in February, March, April. That's that's really what I wanted to focus on. Because when you take an Adderall, here's my analogy. You know we live on analogies here. And then we'll get into the episode, I promise, I promise. When you take an Adderall, it isn't your natural energy. It is a it is a synthetic type of energy that we are that's being created in us due to this methamphetamine drug. When we have this much energy 
and we try to do the fresh, the new, the tons of vegetables, the clean, the intensity in January, which historically and and from an Ayurvedic and holistic perspective, this is actually the time of year when we go more inward, we become more reflective, and it's it's winter. It's a physically, literally a darker season. This is oftentimes the time that we really go inward and we start to do a deep dive and a deep look. And then come spring, that's when the rebirth happens and the fresh and the daisies and the meadows and the, the blooms, the flowers start to bloom and the grass is becoming green again. That is typically when you would assume and presume these New Year's resolutions and new uh, new life lifestyle adjustments would come into play during a more rebirth time of year. But it's just interesting that we we're almost making synthetic energy and we're making these synthetic promises to ourselves come January when truly this is the time where we should delve inward see what worked see what didn't like we got to give ourselves we just went from the most stressful month of the year which is like November December and then we're forced to on January 1 make these impulsive decisions of oh this is the workout this is what I'm going to do I'm going to lose the weight I'm going to get the job I'm going to get the money I'm going to do the relationship da 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 when really this is the time when I think we should look back and say, okay, I'm going to take this time and assess what just happened in 2023. Of course, we're going to be assessing throughout but sh- throughout 2023, but shouldn't this be the time when we assess what happened in 2023 and use that to create and, and roll out our personal agenda for 2024? I, I mean, I'm not, not saying I'm also not on the proverbial Adderall of January, but that's where my mind goes. We're going to get into it. I have some cool 2024 what's in, what's out. This is just a very personal thing. Like this is not prescription. You don't have to do what I do. This is just, I know it's all very self-indulgence. Like, oh, wellness, wellness. I get it. We don't always have like, let's also, let's normalize this. I don't have children and I still have my own apartment. Like I got some different flexibility that other people might not have. These are things that hopefully range from hey I'm single just out of college to yo I got three kids and I still want to be in my wellness era like let's let's normalize that we can all adjust and you don't have to do every single one of these things if one of these resonates with you great if they don't have a good time listening and I hope you like the Adderall analogy over the past few weeks if you follow me on social media awesome I didn't post too much while I was on these trips but uh, went to Bali, Indonesia, Australia. Uh, we only actually spent about four days in Bali. We spent some other time in a place called Uluwatu and Nusa Cheningen, and we did scuba diving and we climbed mountains and volcanoes. It was absolutely insane. We'll have to have that episode another time and go through all the stories because truly Southeast Asia is the shit. It's not easy to get to, but it is absolutely mind-blowing. It's a different world. It is a different world. You, I've never experienced so much gratitude, like genuine gratitude from people. And every single person that we met wanted only good things for us in such a genuine, spiritual, amazing way. They wanted to help. They wanted to guide, direct, lead, host, provide. And these people 
oftentimes the people that we were working, dealing with and, and speaking with and spending time with had nothing. They had no money. Like I'm not exaggerating when I say like these are, they're in huts with no in-ground plumbing, that type of thing, but they show up to work every single day with so much happiness, gratitude, smiles, they're there's so much camaraderie. Everyone was, there was so much community. And when I was reflecting on this, I was talking to Jason and the thing that we really noticed was in, when we were watching the Blue Zone video, or you know, if you watched on Netflix, the Blue Zones, one of the commonalities that all of these long lifespan promoting communities had was community. They all really valued time together Whereas I feel like, and again, this is probably just hyper fixating because I was just in this area and now I'm back in the United States, but truly it, we have, you know, we definitely, we love people and we do have connections with people, but having, we have more of an individualistic approach. Like we live alone. I'm, I'm speaking for myself. Like I live alone. I go to coffee shops and work by myself like I love to go on walks by myself and these are all great things and I'm not going to like change the way I am but it it does make me realize how important fostering community is and I do that's something that I didn't put on my list but I do want to be more mindful of that Um, it was just an incredible experience if you can ever get out to Southeast Asia it's a it's not easy to get to I mean it's a long travel but when you get there one it's cheap as hell two you will never experience better people better food more gorgeous sights and honestly it was like safe everywhere it was just incredible utter chaos so much beauty absolute spirituality and very eat pray love in some places but when we were on the beach getting scuba diving certifications and seeing octopus and all this stuff i mean it was nuts we had like beautiful white sand beaches and crashing waves on huge cliff sides blue glacier blue water and then we went into the more mountainy area of Ubud anyways anyways I digress let's get in to today's episode we have curated we as in me and my team of myself and me have (laughs) curated a list what's in what's out let's get into it take this with a grain of salt and you know this is I jotted this down I started thinking about it over the past like day or two some <clears throat> I'm, I'm sure I'm gonna look back on this episode and say why didn't I say this or why the heck did I say that <coughs> excuse me uh what's out in 2022 is coughing into the microphone that's why I pulled it away and I'm sure that was a beautiful uh audio experience for you 2024 what is in ghee I know I can't shut up about ghee but I mean it when I say it's changed my coffee experience. And that goes along with something that's on the out list, but we're not on the out list yet. Ghee in the coffee, just a teaspoon, not too many calories. Obviously, if you are, I'm not prescribing anything, especially if you have like heart issues and you're trying to avoid any type of fat. Look, you do your thing. Having ghee in your coffee has exponentially reduced the amount of coffee that I need throughout the day and has absolutely made my coffee work more effectively for me. If you want to learn more about that, I do a literal whole episode on it. I think it was a couple episodes ago when, what was it? I can show you right now. 
da, 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 da. Oh, oh, oh. If you go to episode 247, Make Your Caffeine Work For You. Highly recommend listening to that one and getting the details. Yee, number one. The second one, this is mostly for me. Some of y'all might be good at this already, but for the majority of people that I get into theirs, it's not like that. And we could all take a page from this book and myself included. Keeping my car clean. I know this might trigger some of y'all because maybe you, like I know working in the fitness industry, you have yoga mats, you have different bags, you have different clothes, you got shoes everywhere, it reeks. You have like, maybe you work for a small business and you're transporting materials all the time. I don't necessarily mean it has to be empty all the time, which would be ideal. I don't necessarily mean it has to be empty. However, can you keep it vacuumed? Can you keep it full? Maybe wipe down the windows, wipe down the dash. You know, when it hits that beautiful, you know, it, it's it's almost four o'clock, three o'clock now because it gets dark at 1 p.m. And you get that vision of dust balls and particles on the dash, especially if you have a black dashboard or a dark dashboard. Super dirty. Wipe it down. Keep a rag in your car. You can buff it out. Even something as simple as taking the mats out of your car, giving them a nice shake out, you will feel like a wealthy, wealthy, wealthy human if you just clean the mats. And there's something about it. I feel like 2024 might be the year where I get a different car. I've had this car for so long. I am absolutely grateful for it. I'm obsessed with it. I love my Toyota Prius 2010 with solar panels. And look, I don't care what anyone has to say about it. I love this car. It has been phenomenal to me. It has taken me all over. It has seen tears. I mean, it's just seen the works. But I want to show it as much gratitude as possible. If for some reason in 2024, I get a different car, I just want to like send this one off with respect, love, care, because I just feel like if I respect the, if I respect completely the car that I'm in now, it will like set me up for a better situation with my future car. It's just, just like karma. I just feel that way cleaning it up, keeping it organized. I need to move all of, I have about 25 books in the back because I live in a studio apartment. There's no space and I don't know where to keep these books. And they're just literally sliding around. Like I have Moby Dick just sliding around the back of my car Tuesdays with Maury colliding. It's just, it's a mess. We're going to clean that up. I'm going to shake out all the floorboards, keep it clean. I want to get it detailed. And I feel really, really strongly about that. This one will be quick. Daily Stoic annotating the Daily Stoic by Robert Greene is, I'm sorry, uh, Ryan Holiday is one of the best books you can purchase in your life. If you can get it on Amazon, order it right now. I will not even get into it. Read one page per day. It will change your life. I just went through my book that I have. I think I purchased it seven, six years ago and I started reading it at like a really, just a, a really tough time in my life. And I look back and I've annotated nearly every single page. There is something about a book that you have for your whole life. I could, I will read that book almost every day for my whole life because each time it resonates differently. Each page is different. It's literally one page a day. One page, one full paragraph a day. You reflect on it. That's it. It's like a great grounding practice. The Daily Stoic, you've heard me talk about it before. That is all I will say. We're bringing it back. I didn't read it last year and I think that it's going to be a beautiful addition to this year. Next one. Cottage cheese is in my friends. I talked about it on one other podcast episode. And after I talked about it, not everyone, hello, who am I? 
about four people reached out and said they completely agreed about cottage cheese. It's delicious. I love it. It's versatile. Some people eat it with pineapple. I'm more of a salty cottage cheese kind of gal, but it's super low fat, super high in protein. If you can get it organic, highly recommend getting, I think the brand is called Good, Good something good culture good curd I don't know but there it's just I love putting it in eggs I'll make like two eggs and an egg white and then I'll put half a cup of cottage cheese in there and they're super creamy and it feels like there's a cheese in it well I guess cottage cheese hello cottage cheese it is in you guys you can make cottage cheese as like a little dip I usually just eat it right out of the Tupperware you could do a little balsamic. You could get crazy with it. You could make avocado toast and put a little bit of the cottage cheese on top of it. Uh, you cannot go wrong with cottage cheese. I understand if you're lactose intolerant. I get it. But if you can get like a really good organic kind and find a high quality, it, it's just you cannot beat it. Cottage cheese, 2024. Next one. This is just for me. 30 minute workouts. I have been loving them. I've gone in and I'm like, okay, I'm going to do four rounds of four different moves and then I'll do four rounds of two different moves and honestly it only really takes me about 30 minutes and am I at my absolute strongest no I haven't been at my absolute strongest for the past like four weeks but that's fine I feel really consistent and I don't need a massive butt but I just want it to look good perky and strong I want to feel strong I want my core to be strong I want my whole body to be strong but I don't need to be I have a lot going on. I'm juggling a lot of balls. And if I want to keep them steady and consistent, 30 minute workouts are where it's at for me. And then after that 30 minute workout, if I get on the treadmill and can like bring a book down, I've been reading a lot on the treadmill and I go slow, relax. I'll put it on an incline and then go really slow. And I've been reading. It's awesome. If I can get an extra 15, 20 minutes in, that's fabulous. But I set a goal for 30 minutes. It's been changing the game. I feel really great. It's been consistent and I don't feel burnt out and tired throughout the day. Ooh, this is a good one. Tinted chapstick. By the way, this list is much longer than the outlet, so just buckle up, buttercup. Tinted chapstick. The brand Fresh. I, I got it at Sephora, but it's you can get it online. It's called Fresh. They're these little silver metal tubes, and they just have this beautiful little tint, and it keeps my lips moisturized. I'll do that plus a little bit of like gloss or chapstick or aquaphor or something some kind of balm plus this and it's just a light it's like a little kiss by a rose adjacent look and it's one of those looks that you it makes your face look a little more put together with minimal effort I have I got a little travel pack of three I think it was like I don't even know how much it was for three but I love them they're three different shades one's darker one's lighter and one's more pinky and I think for my complexion, this is just working for me because sometimes my face just, if I'm tired, then my face looks like dead and blue and jaundice and not great. But if I pop a little bit of this on, then it honestly just completes the look. I think it's completing the look, maybe a teeny tiny bit of blush and just not mascara and you're just naturally looking like a dewy, doe-eyed girl and if you're a dude listening, tinted chapstick, and you don't get it for a friend. But the tinted chapstick, highly recommend the Fresh brand. I use, I think the one that I use is Blush or Blossom or I, I can't even remember. Send me a picture and I'll let you know if that, that's it. Next one. Finding a hobby. It's tough out there because I'm like, is my hobby reading and working out? 
because I think those are just things that I naturally do all the time. But after getting scuba dived certificate, certificate, after getting scuba certified, I'm like, I think that's going to be the thing. And not for nothing, but if, if I can get some scuba in every couple months, I feel like that's a really good hobby. I feel like people who get scuba certified, like they once in a while in their whole life might use it. I might want to commit. Granted, it is like such a high maintenance hobby. It's not something you're like, oh yeah, I just like went scuba diving real quick. It's Saturday. No, you, you do have to like make a trip out of it. But I feel like right now I can do that. And it's not something I have to maintain all the time. But like I can watch some YouTube videos. I feel good about it. Y'all, if you've ever been scuba diving, some people have like a huge phobia of it. Let me just tell you, I'm not going to get into the entire story because I would like to keep you on the edge of your seat plus the PTSD of it all. My first certified dive, very first certified dive, was a night dive. Underwater scuba diving at night. Yes, we had flashlights and we had pros. I will not get into the full story, but needless to say, I still want to scuba dive again, but mark my words, I need years of experience before I go into that trauma, dark trauma bubble again. Anyways, very proud of myself. Scuba, I think that's going to be my thing this year. Uh, I mean, who am I? I would like that to be my thing this year. I would like to make that a priority to plan a couple or do that on a couple trips. And I think I have the right person to help me with that. Oh, next one. This is for anyone who likes money and who is a little confused. Uh, Again, not financial advice, dear God. Okay. High yield savings account. And if you don't know what that is, I'm genuinely the worst person to tell you. But if you just have your money like me sitting in some savings account that doesn't really grow and you don't touch because you're like, okay, I'll just like add to it every month and it's just like does its thing, grows a little bit and you don't really think about it, transfer it to a high yield savings account. That's really all I have to say because you will get more interest on it. It's basic and, and honestly, if you Google the process or you like you chat GBT the process of doing it, it is so simple. And I say that as someone who's like, duh, 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 no idea what to do with money. I, I Look, I got to give myself a little more credit than that. Like I'm, I'm doing fine with like where my stuff is. And it is more organized than I think I give myself a credit for. So like, good, good job, girl. But I don't know how to speak about it necessarily. And I, I know that I've like spoken to the right people and I've had the right people help me. Like an, an, someone helped me figure out how to do this and someone gave me this advice. So this is just me transferring that advice to you. Google high yield savings accounts. And it's apparently a very simple way to do it. If you don't need that money for the next year or two, highly, highly recommend because you might be missing out on like a couple thousand dollars just in interest, just by literally letting it sit there. High yield savings account for all my peeps, all my girlies, all my boys that want to grow money that's just sitting there. Duh. Oh, next greens, obviously. Organify greens. Greens are never not going to be in. Hear me out. Greens will always be in. We love the greens every single morning. When we're traveling, we do the travel packs. When we're home, we do the canisters. And I think they're even having a sale right now. So if you do want to check out the greens, highly recommend. It's Organifi. That's the brand I've always used and trusted. I've gotten all my friends onto it. I gave it away for a secret Santa this year. And it's always a hit. It is always a hit. And if you don't know what to get someone, get them the greens. And if you're like, oh, I forgot to get my cousin who was my secret Santa and the cap was 50 bucks, go get them some greens. It's 
Organifi.com. Use the code HTH for 20% off. Again, it's Organifi.com backslash HTH or use the code HTH for 20% off. You won't regret getting the greens. I like the green apple flavor, just by the way. What else is in? Card games. They make you look cool and you feel smart. You look cool. People look People who look like they know what they're doing with cards, I'm like, okay, you look kind of cool. Other pe- If you're so hipster that you're like, if you're so hipster that it almost feels like you're alienating yourself and you are so exclusive that you think other people are idiots for not playing cards, not, I don't love that. I think cards are cool when you're with a group of a few friends. Maybe you guys are having a bottle of wine. Maybe there's some like sushi that you guys postmates and you brought it in and you don't necessarily want to watch a movie, but you got a little music playing on the background. Everyone's playing a game of cards. Nothing too, too intense because unless everyone really knows how to play, it's not as fun when there's that one person you're explaining it to, i.e. me. I know about two card games and they're all they're both very fun and I have to basically every single time I play I have to have someone re-explain the rules but then once I get it it's like super fun highly recommend I think we need to get into strategy games this year guys so if you can learn how to play solitaire which I got to give myself credit weirdly weirdly when I was in elementary school and no I'm sorry middle school I think someone in my family gave me an old laptop. It didn't have internet. It didn't have anything. Like it had, I think it just had solitaire. Like it had solitaire and maybe Microsoft Word. And I would just type all day and pretend like I was typing words, but just type really fast. You know how you would do like, and I would literally do that. And then indent, new paragraph, highlight, exclamation point, italicize, like words that weren't words. I don't even think I used the space bar. Anyways, did that, learn how to play solitaire. And if you know me, you're like, how the heck did she learn how to play solitaire? Like, I'm not a strategy kind of gal, but I'm getting into it. Card games are cool. You'll look cool, but be inclusive about it and make people not feel bad about not knowing how to play hard games. Capiche? You all heard me. Last one is the very last one. For the past, I can't tell you how long. My default has been I don't do things during the weekday. I only make plans on the weekends or if on vacation. Like I don't like to go out during the weeknights because it messes with my sleep and my routine and blah, 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 blah. 2024, I'm hype about having something to do during the weekday. Whether it is go like play top golf or go to a cool comedy show. Yes, I like comedy shows. And if you think those are for losers, then you are one. The comedy shows are fabulous. Go to a comedy show, like a pop-up live music, or go to the Whitewater Center if you're in Charlotte, or if you're in Charleston, go walk the battery and make make dinner later, or pack a picnic. I think that doing something on the weekday, even if it's just going over to a girlfriend's house and bringing a board game, like it doesn't have to be that serious. Wear, wear comfy clothes, do your thing, go over, get some community time. But not being scared of doing things during the weekday. I I think that it's also been helpful because I really haven't been drinking much. And that's that's always super helpful. Like if you know you're not going to be hungover, like, okay, I can lose a couple hours of sleep if I know I'm not going to be hungover. Maybe you find some activities that are, maybe if you want to have a drink, go have a drink, do what you want to do. But find some activities that are 
Maybe you, maybe you learn how to play solitaire and you bring, invite some friends over. Maybe you go to a movie and eat some popcorn and hang out. And now you have something pop culture to talk about. Maybe you go to the public library and they're doing some reading or you just get a book or you go do a date night there. Find something to do on a weeknight because it truly does break up the week. It makes you have something to look forward to that isn't just the weekend. I feel like it's also takes you out of the any type of binge mentality. I was very much in a all or nothing mentality, but I realize, especially when I'm surrounding myself with people who have odd hours at work, like it's really nice to be able to spend time with with people and have it not completely throw you off if you want to do something fun on a weeknight. (laughs) This one will go faster, I think, but it is a shorter list. Here are the things that I believe are out in my life for 2024. Grab and go protein bars as meals. Love a protein bar, love a meal, but those two are not the same thing. If you want to have a protein bar alongside something, it's just not a full meal. Like get some avocado toast and a protein bar, get some cottage cheese and a protein, whatever you want to do, just make it a full meal. A grab and go protein bar, like an RX bar is not lunch. Capiche? Next one, gossip. I'm over it. I don't want to gossip. It doesn't make me feel good. I always feel guilty afterwards. If I hear other people and I don't come to their defense, I don't like that. I don't want it to be done about me. I know it is. Like, people gossip. I, I get that. I, nobody's safe out here. And I'm definitely going to do it again, I'm sure, or, like, indulge in something like that. But it doesn't make me feel good. And I'd rather be not wasting my energy. So I don't want to gossip. And, of course, that's going to definitely be a practice, especially if I'm around it and I don't want to participate. Like, that's – I don't know. I just feel like it's something that we don't talk about enough that we all say we don't feel good doing it but I don't want to do it I don't and I really can't even put my finger on it I don't want to do it gossip is out guys gossip is out let people live the way they want to live that's why I'm saying you don't have to do these things these are just not what I'm doing oh next what's out Amazon for absolutely everything I have a note just go to the store yeah I noticed that if I'm low on something or if I'm just trying to if I'm just scrolling I'm like oh I'm totally influenced I'm looking at Devin Brugman on an Instagram and she has this fabulous Amazon storefront I don't want to get sucked in just to buy tiny tank tops that look so good on her when I get them and I look like a I look like a a toddler uh Amazon for absolutely everything I can go to the store I can absolutely go to the store and if I don't think that they have what I need at the store and maybe I find another store I haven't really flexed this muscle quite yet, and I'm sure that I will still be frequenting Amazon, but maybe just, even if it's 10% less, that would be ideal. This one, doubt you've noticed because I've already slipped up a couple of times, but it's a practice. Cussing all the time. People are going to think that this is a no big deal or, oh, you don't cuss that much anyways. I do. I do. I do. My grandmother doesn't like it because she listens to this podcast once in a while when she can figure out how to work her iPhone and she turns the volume up. I also, it, when people live off of movie quotes and they live off of cussing as humor, like if I hear a comedian and all they're doing is cussing to sound funny, I just find it low humor. There are also so many better descriptive words and it challenges the vocabulary. It makes you sound smarter. And I'm, they always, people also say like, oh, you sound more authentic if you cuss. Yeah, if you cuss authentically, 
But if you're filling space and if you're really passionate about something and you just yell it out, then yeah, I get that. Or if, if something happens and you, you exclaim, but I feel like it's become diluted. I feel like everyone cusses constantly now and it's more of a filler word, not into it. If it's said super intentionally and you're super passionate and it gets the point across, yeah, do your thing. But if it's only because you can't figure out a better descriptive word, maybe that's on you. Maybe we, maybe we get on Pinterest and we look up some descriptive words. That's a good one for me. Next one is, I want to take Instagram off of my phone. Oh, no spam. I can't talk. I want to take Instagram off of my phone for the majority of the day. I want to have it on there for like an hour a day, maybe at some points. And then just have Instagram. If I really feel like looking at it, I want to open it just on my computer. Of course, I still want to add stories about the podcast on the Hotter Than Health Instagram. And I want to add some valuable content but the mindless scrolling is out for me it doesn't make me feel good it's a waste of my brain space and again if I'm juggling a bunch of balls and my priorities are where they are right now which is how I like them then scrolling on Instagram is just not it's a time suck it's a time suck it's an energy suck and as much as I hate to admit it I definitely do get easily influenced not by you know like buying a new Stanley cup or buying a new makeup or wellness tool but if there's a quote or if there's something that talks about hustle or you know sleep when you're dead or becoming the person you want to be I get all these things and they definitely are motivating I also just know myself and I know how consistent I am. I know how hard I work and I know what I'm doing is leading me in the right path. When I see different quotes of other people living their lives, it's like I don't need to see someone else posting when they're in Adderall January and I'm still in like dark night of the soul understanding and reflecting January. We're in two different playing fields and we're in two different head spaces and I don't always need it to match. Like if I need some motivation, if I'm feeling low that day or if I need actual advice, like I will go on and find something intentionally. But letting myself be in whatever mind state I'm in, if I'm feeling good and calm, that's that's how I want to be and being easily influenced on Instagram is so easy to do. And comparison is the thief of joy, and we're not doing that in 2024. Capiche? Please, everyone, download and subscribe to the podcast so that we don't even need Instagram anymore. You guys can just get notified when the podcast comes out. How about that? How about we all get off of Instagram and you all just subscribe to the podcast? Oh, another one is multitasking. Oh, that's going to be my last one because the other ones I've already basically touched on. Multitasking. I'm going to continue to do it a little bit. I'm going to just work on this. I want to do one thing at a time. And as easy as that is sounding, even when I'm on my computer, if I'm if all my emails are answered and all my other stuff, I'm like, yeah, maybe I'll get on Revolve. Maybe I'll get on Wolf and Badger and see what's going on in the clothing department. But I, Or like on Pinterest and see what travel we can be doing in the next couple of months. But I don't think that by me holding my phone in a conversation, scrolling or texting someone back when I'm having a conversation is the best way to show someone that I'm listening. Or if I'm 
watching a movie, maybe I'll actually watch a movie and not scroll. Or maybe if I'm at work and I'm trying to get some type of thing, materials done, let me just focus on this material and then I will focus on the next. It's it's so simple and I'm definitely overcomplicating it, but multitasking is out. I'm sorry, intentionally multitasking all the time is out. Like we're going to do it sometimes, but here I am just telling you that I walk and read on the treadmill, blah, 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 blah. But that's a different, that's different. It's like a calm thing. But those are my ins and outs for 2024. And again, take what you like, leave what you don't. And use this however you find helpful. See, I already went to go check my text messages and I wasn't going to read them at this point, but just like to see because it's just on auto. I, I just naturally gravitate towards it. Anyways, I hope this was helpful. Again, if this is your first time, please head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us five stars. Let us know how you liked this episode. Share it with your friends. If you are on social media, go ahead and screenshot that you're listening or share this link on your story. Let us know that you are listening and you can tag Hotter Than Health Podcast. I'll repost and we can chat. We can talk about the ins and outs and cottage cheese and all of these good things. Enjoy the rest of your week. Happy January 4th. And I will talk to you all next Thursday.